Welcome to the Beyond Jiu-Jitsu podcast, episode number 61. Today, we are talking all about age. Are you too old for jiu-jitsu? I'm so old, bro. As you're getting really old. So old. You're aging right in front of my eyes. <laughs> I know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make like a juxtaposition from episode one to episode 61. <laughs> and, I don't know, put a filter on you. Yeah, Atlas said to me, he goes the other day, Atlas, my two-year-old, he goes, oh, no. He's looking at my hair and he goes, oh, no, it's grey. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I've had grey hair since I was like 20. I've always had grey hair. so There you go. Whatever. Get, get over it, Atlas. Natural colour. Move on. <laughs> yeah. like, this is going to be you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> 18 years and, and this is you. Yeah, you're too old. It's um, hear it all the time, you know, people saying, oh, I'm getting old or mm. – but, you know, I guess that's more specifically talk talking about are you too old to train jiu-jitsu? Are you too old to start jiu-jitsu? Are you too old to compete? And um, the answer is yes. Yep. You're All right, if old. you enjoyed this episode, follow us on Instagram. Instagram and uh, yeah, we'll see if What's our Instagram ads? Um, <laughs> no, it's at, at Beyond Jiu Jitsu underscore podcast. That's it. Come on, bro. All right, till next time. Yeah, yeah. So, are you too old to train Jiu Jitsu? This is one of the questions that, you know, if you spend a little bit of time in the Jiu Jitsu space online, Reddit, subreddits, BJJ subreddit, you'll see that this question is is always asked by random people coming into the subreddit like, oh, hey guys, I want to start jiu-jitsu, but I'm X age. Am I too old? And you, you it's a co- very, very common concern for people, particularly if, you know, if you're finding jiu-jitsu later in life, you may be wondering that exact thing. Is your body going to hold up? Are your joints going to hold up? Is it something that you should just not even bother trying? Or are there different strategies that you need to put in place to just – stay safe on the mats pending your age. What do you think about that? Yeah, so it depends what you want out of the sport. You know, if you if you come in and you're mid-40s and you say, oh, I want to start jiu-jitsu and become a world champion. Am I too old? Yes, bro, <laughs> you are. You know, unfortunately, that's just the reality of the the sport. And I don't think, you know, that's a shock to anyone. Know, like there's not many there's not many sports you can pick up later in life and go on to become a professional at said sport really mm. you know you can't all of a sudden pick up gymnastics in your 40s and go to the olympics you know no professional gymnasts retire in their 20s you know uh so it depends what you want and you know jiu-jitsu is growing so much that <laughs> nowadays it's like even to become if you want to become a black belt world champion, man, if you're if you're not training from a very young age, it's becoming incredibly difficult. Even you fought against this dude at the you, you competed a couple of weeks ago, and you fought against a guy. You were telling me, I believe it was off off air, mm. that you were you were telling me that just in the conversation in the bullpen or whatever, you were like, oh yeah, how long you been training? And he had already been training like for like seven years, six, seven, seven years, years or something. Yeah. Cause he started when he, how old was he? He, he was, was 17. He was 17. Yeah, he yeah. started about 10 and I, um, I versed him in the absolute quarterfinals and uh, he, he just, he won his bracket, his age bracket. He won the first match of his absolute division. And we, we came up in the, in the quarters um, and, you know, he was very G'd up, like young, really enthusiastic. And I was looking at him. And uh, I was like, you poor bastard. And you were like, oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He um he got a sick like uh, footlock attempt on me, but um, I just ate it. Like I think we we're talking about it off air. He was too high up on my ankle. On so he, yeah. wasn't, he wasn't on the ankle. He wasn't attacking the joint. He was attacking like uh, my shin. So I was just like, yeah, look, that hurts, but I'm going to take you back. And so I took his back, you know, because he went belly down and his whole corner was just screaming like, get him, yeah, <laughs> get yeah. the bastard. Yeah. And it's really funny. I think we mentioned it a couple episodes ago when we're talking about competition and listening into the other corners coaching. I could hear the other corners coaching to this guy and it was like, all right, he's bigger, he's stronger. You need to do this. Like you need to pull guard, you need to do this. I'm like, thank you. Yeah, yeah <laughs> It's exactly yeah. what I want. I want <laughs> you to pull guard, bro. Because uh, like my whole game plan that day was to uh, stay on top and that's what I did. Unfortunately for him, 
uh, my my style was something that he couldn't leverage because I know he wanted to play, you know, in under me and, and get in the legs, but my style's pressure passing. So he wasn't able to do that. And just last last point on that match, there was one point of the match where his corner was like screaming at him, like, you gotta go now, because he was under he was I was winning on points by like 10 or whatever. I was I was significantly up after like a you know, a, a guard pass, a back take and, and whatever else. And we ended up in side control. I had him in side control on, he was on the bottom and like his corner, it was and his mom was screaming at him. His coach was screaming at like, you gotta go, give it your everything. And he was, he was like, like really trying to bench press me off and he had no fucking hope. And I was just looking at him like, bro, I'm so sorry, but you were not even moving me. I just held him for like, you know, last 20 seconds or whatever it was. And, and it was like, yeah, sorry, dude. <laughs> I'm just bigger, You're, stronger. That, that reminds me of, I this comp I did as a white belt. I remember I was knee on belly with the guy and I had my grip set for the baseball bat choke. And I just remember the guy's coach yelling to him, like the worst advice you could give this dude on the bottom, just going like, he's got nothing. He's got nothing. <laughs> I was like, Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Uh, no, like tell him something useful, bro. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he that's probably, so funny probably when tapped. you hear that sort of advice. I like hearing like he's tired, he's tired, he's getting tired. I'm like, bro, I can go all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just because you're like bigger or whatever. They're like, like that. That was the advice to this kid as well. He's getting tired. Like after we broke, or whatever. He's yeah. getting tired. You've got this. You got this. You got to go. You got to go. Imagine if you got like buggy choked. Oh, right at the end be, or that something. That would suck. I wouldn't tap. I'd go out. Fuck that. Yeah, you would go out. I'm not getting tapped by a 17 year old. No, but he's definitely not too old. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No. So, you know the the progression of the sport. You have to start pretty young to to go on to become. You know. A, a, a world champion or mm. whatever, but there's always going to be exceptions to the rule. Um, a couple that that stand out that you know probably stand out a bit more than others would be Cyborg. Right, Cyborg is 41, I believe. 41, 42. I think he turns 40. He turns 42 this year. Mm. Uh, you know. <laughs> And that's someone who is still hanging with the best in the adult division. If you're not sure, the adult division is essentially 18 to 30 and then plus 30 is the master's divisions and they're more or less separated by five-year age brackets. You know, So Cyborg would be in master's three now being over 40. Yet you can always register at an age bracket below yours. I mean – and to adult is as low as you go. I mean, you can't go <laughs> register in the kids' division. <laughs> uh, Cyborg rocks yeah. up to Worlds first at like a 10-year-old. We're going to fucking murder you. <laughs> so you can always register down age divisions, right? So you could be 50 and register in the adult division if you mm. wanted. So Cyborg's, you know, early 40s and still very successfully competing against adults. Right. And winning lots of competitions <laughs> at adult. So, uh, you know, he stands out as someone who, you know, really oozes that whole age is just a number mm. thing. Uh, another one would be Cabrinha, who was more or less retired. Well, I believe has, I don't know if he's officially retired from competition, but he, he may as well have retired from competition. But, you know, three years ago, 2019, was it? Uh, he did the. Like the Grand Slam in Jiu-Jitsu is when you win in the one year, when you win Euros, Pans, and Worlds, mm. right? And Cobrinha did what I believe to today is, is still the only person to have ever done this. He won like the, what did they call it? Like the Mega Grand Slam or something like that where he won uh, Euros, Pans, Worlds, Brazilian Nationals, and ADCC wow. all in the one year. And he was 39 at the time, you know? So wow. again, competing in adult divisions, right? When he's, you know, nine years older than the oldest person would probably be, but, you know, potentially going up against 21 year olds who are exploding with testosterone and, you know, uh, so there'll always be exceptions to the rule. I think that will become doing what Cyborg and Cabrinha are able to do will become rarer, right? As the younger talent, like, man, well, it's just at, crazy. The, like the you look young at cropper guys, like look at Mika uh, Gabau. Yeah. Look, yeah. Mika Gabau is the perfect example uh, who, you know, he's almost making dudes in their mid twenties look old. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What? He's 17. 
Yeah, I believe he's 17. You know, I'm not sure he's actual age. I think he's he 17 because people are like, oh, you know, this goes back to our IBJJF. Uh, well, I was going to say, if he's 17, he's he, not would, technically a he black wouldn't belt. be an IBJJF. And that's why people are like blowing up like, oh, he's black not even belt. 18 yet. Why is he a black belt? All this sort of shit. But man, you look at his skill set. He's toweling up black belts in ADCC trials. He's a fucking black belt. Yeah, so sorry. So yeah, he did get awarded his black belt at 17. Yeah, he got his black belt at 17 and he just won ADCC trials. So he's going to ADCC and he made them look shit. Like yeah. no offense to his competitors. They would absolutely destroy me. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not, you know, not discrediting their ability. It just highlights his ability even more. The fact that he was able to make these world-class black belts look like there weren't world-class black belts yeah. to put it, you know, bluntly and nicely. Yeah. You know, and maybe Mika goes on to be the next Cabrinha, Lepre, Huffa mm. Mendes, you know, Gordon Ryan, whatever. Like maybe he's that one in a million mm-hmm. or maybe he's just another one, uh, just another 17 year old. Like, mm. you know, that's Mika today, but next year or in two years time, that might be Cole Abate, right? And then another maybe, and then maybe Cole is going to mm. make, you know, in five years' time, Cole and Mika will face off and Cole will make Mika look shit. You, like, yeah. you know. Who knows? Anyway, who knows? But obviously if you're looking at taking it to to a professional level, yeah, the, I mean, if you're over 21, you're too old. No, yeah, no not really. But I remember, when, old. I remember when I started jiu-jitsu and it was still a big sport, but obviously it's growing day by day. Mm. So it's bigger today than it was yesterday, right? So obviously when I started, it wasn't as big as it, it, as it is today. But even when I started in my mid-20s, it was unlike – at the moment, you know, the current black belt world champions will often be super early 20s. Uh, nowadays uh, – back then, though, you know, the world champions were maybe mid-20s. So I remember when I started, I was like, okay, well, I'm a white belt in my mid-20s. And these guys, not only are they already black belts, but they're already world champion black belts, you know, so I'm definitely behind the eight ball. Mm. But that doesn't mean you're too old to train and definitely not too old to compete. If we address what's probably more the the point I want to get to in the episode, which is are you too old to train jujitsu? And the flat answer is no. Mm. Like you're not too old to train, right? There's just a couple of you, – you just need to uh, make sure that you got all your ducks in a row and that you have realistic expectations and a good understanding of what activity that you're about to participate in. Right? I think anyone who is a bit older and thinking of starting – and I get these messages all the time. I got one just last week, someone wanting to come train – uh, saying that they were 55, I think they said they were, and they've had a herniated disc and blah, 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 but they want to train. Okay, I'm not a doctor in any of that stuff, so of course I'm not going to... You're not a doctor? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm going to throw out these prescriptions you gave me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so obviously I'm not saying just train no matter what, right? <laughs> obviously, you know, don't... If you're on the verge of becoming paraplegic, I mean, maybe don't train. You're on the verge of death. (laughs) Yeah, don't don't come in. (laughs) So if if you're 90 plus, maybe maybe it's not a good time. doctor said a sneeze could kill me. Am I right to train? (laughs) Yeah, you'll be sweet, bro. Just tape it. (laughs) Tape that shit off. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, classic. I almost just (coughs) coughed my coffee over everything excellent <laughs> oh my god yeah so uh i yeah, i get messages like that quite frequently and the first thing that i mean sometimes things are just common nature for me but but not for other people and you know for me it kind of goes without saying that yes you should be able to train anywhere and it'll be fine but the reality is that's not how it is because some gyms are full of meatheads and dickheads like you know I don't need to explain to you but for, for the listeners you know that that our gym if you had it's full of, no, it's full of pricks yeah right? no. like if 
like I wouldn't even need to explain to you if if you if I partnered you with or you ended up partnered with some person you've never seen before mm-hmm. in a white belt and mm-hmm. you can tell they're in a like trial gear forty yeah. or fifty or whatever. Yep. I don't need to explain to you, even though you're an active competitor, you're gonna not roll with them like it's a comp role. Yeah, you're gonna look after them and make sure they stay safe and whatever, yep. right? Uh, and so, ninety nine point nine percent of the students in our gym would do that. You always have some people that I might want to say, Hey bro, make sure you go careful with so-and-so, mm. right? It's his first class or, you know, Oh, it's his first class yeah. in sometimes you'll get someone who is a blue belt or a purple belt. But you're like, bro, he hasn't trained in like 10 years. He had back surgery, like, mm. you know, whatever it is. Yeah. And you will have those, those people. There's even memes about it that they see the, the trial white belt and there's like, Oh, time to join my highlight reel <laughs> and go over like the, the flying fucking yeah. flag. Flying triangle. Funny side note, JT hit a flying triangle on me last night and no. it was so demoralizing. No, bro. Yeah, yeah. He full jumped bro. and like just scored a, a triangle and I'm like, you bastard. And <laughs> we just laughed about it. <laughs> JT's that, a black belt. On that on note, I'm taking applications for um, a co-host on the Beyond Jiu-Jitsu <laughs> Go for <laughs> it. Go for it, bitch. <laughs> yeah, no one messages me. <laughs> no one even knows I'm here. Uh. No. Yeah, that's cool. That what like was it out of nowhere or was it kind of like you? Oh, it's from like we we'll, were we'll establishing grips. A- like, I, well, we were kind of like we started standing. It was like our second, you know, restart or whatever. We started standing. I had the grips. I wasn't really gonna try go for a takedown or anything. I was sort of just feeling it out. And then he he went to sit. I thought he was sitting to guard and he just shot it. So it was yeah, pretty. Right. It's pretty cool. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and uh, then I and then I tried it on as later. Well, you can't, as can't hold you up, bro. Yeah. Well, as, as can't. Yeah, as, it didn't work, uh, but it was sort of close. And he was like. As um, is lucky if he deadlifts his bong, bro. Like, <laughs> like uh, JT doing it on you, like yeah. he knows and you know that you're strong enough to, to catch him and that you're not going to like throw your back out or whatever. Mm. But like as, as, I mean, as is a strong guy, he's yeah. stronger than, than he looks. But he did have low posture. It was like, and then how did it go? Oh, it didn't go well. Like it, <laughs> it didn't go well at all. And uh, end up him like not passing my guard, but ending up in like sort of an over under position, sort of. And um, he we, he kind of paused there and he said that was a good attempt. Don't stop trying to do that because in that position it was like it was decent, but it, obviously it it didn't work. And then oh, it resumed. So it was okay. It was good. Anyway, so what were we saying? We're saying that yeah. So. You know, uh, for me, it's just natural and it seems second nature to say like, yeah, yeah, you'll be fine. Like, you know, go go train and people will look after you, but not all gyms are like that, right? So definitely if you are wanting to pick up jujitsu later in life and you are worried about injuries and things like that, you need to find a gym that will look after you because mm-hmm. – Unfortunately, not all gyms will. Mm. Right? Whether I don't mean they necessarily have you know bad intentions, but they might just throw you in with the sharks, and it's a bit sink or swim, and mm. that might not be what you're after. But at the same time, I don't think every gym is right for everyone. You know what I mean? If you're starting in your late fifties, early sixties, or something, and you're worried about that, probably don't go join B team. You know what I mean? Like they won't yeah. take you anyway because they take purple belts and above. But still, it's like you need to consider what gym you're training at. If it's just like a local gym and they 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 aren't like a comp- competitive sort of gym and they don't have like superstars coming out of it, if you're not like seeking out one of these top tier gyms, and even if you are, maybe they have like really good beginners programs, but just consider like do a little bit of research into the gym that you're you're looking to join and, and maybe try a couple out. But basically the point I was trying to say is don't expect to go to B team and get treated, you know, well, like a beginner because they're savages and they're trying to build a competitive team around that gym. Yeah. The other thing to definitely keep in mind, and this is not just for older people, this goes for anyone who's, you know, has a habit of being a little bitch when it comes to <laughs> jujitsu, is if, if you do want to pick it up, understand that you are picking up a full contact physical sport, right? And I say that because some people getting into it might might think it's kind of like kung fu or karate or whatever. It is a full contact sport, okay? And you can train it very safely, but that doesn't mean you're not going to have 
sore muscles or some aches and some niggles and things like that. It's really no different to if you had, you know, a pickup group of rugby or football or whatever that you played once a week with mates. You know, you're going to graze your knee, you know, maybe you've got tackled a bit funny and, you know, tweaked your shoulder. It's just part of it. You could do a non-contact sport. You could pick up indoor rock climbing. You're going to have sore hands and fingers. You're going to, you know, graze yourself on the wall or whatever. So that's all part of it. And I say that because some people, not just people who are thinking they're too old to train, even younger people, they're like, oh, like, no, I got this little cut. I better like take a week off. Man, no, like, you know, or I cut my fingernails too short. I can't train. <laughs> like off you go, man. You're sweet. Just tape it. That's what yeah. I said, right? Yeah. So that's something that you you need to understand as well, right? And in my opinion, you're far better off having some – niggles from training than having a sore back because you sit on the couch all day yeah no one likes that person that like complains about oh you know you try to choke across my face or oh you 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 pulled that fucking bow and arrow choke on too quickly or you know oh that well settle down it's not worlds yeah i've had those comments i've had those comments like fuck man i'm gonna smash you harder like (laughs) no not really but it's it it just you know particularly you you just don't want to be in that situation. You don't want to roll with that that person. You know, there's obviously a difference between ripping on an armbar, which is potentially going to hurt someone, and like putting on a choke. You know, like getting the choke on and putting it on quickly. That's there, there's levels to it. Is what I'm trying to say. Don't be a dick, and we've covered that. But at the same time, don't be a pussy. Yeah, like, like settle down. You know what though? It's usually the people who say that are usually, you know, the expression "the higher the water, the higher the boat." Have you heard that expression? No, what does it mean? So it essentially means like, you know, like if I'm the boat, regardless of how much water there is, I'll stay afloat. Like I'll mm. always be above the water. Mm. You know, so it's essentially, you know, like I don't know if you would say it translates to being like always one step ahead, but it's kind of like regardless of the circumstances, regardless of the amount of water that is flooding in to whatever like my boat will always be above that because mm. it's floating because it floats, yeah. right? So it's kind of like the people who always make those comments are kind of like the person who says like, settle down, it's not worlds. It's almost kind of like, yeah, but bro, you were the dude who like opened the floodgates. You were the dude who like opened the the release valve on, you know, Hoover Dam and mm. like had the water come flooding in like a tsunami. I'm just the boat trying to stay afloat. In other words, like- well, if you didn't want it ripped on, like you've pushed me to the point where it was like that that's what was necessary mm. for me to win, for me to get the submission. You know, it's no different to the people who refuse to take their face out of the way of the choke and then complain that the choke's across their face. Well, move your face, bro. Like yeah. I didn't put it there. Yeah, I You're, saw uh, – yeah. do you know who Chujitsu is? Yes. So I saw one of his most recent videos. He was talking about that. Uh, someone submitted a question uh, that – it happens at their gym. Is it a dick move? Like basically the concept is choking across the face. And it turns into a whole episode about We that. did. And it turns into a bit of a like a neck crank, you know, because you're on their face for the rear naked choke, right? And everyone, you know, he was like, Yeah, it's a dick move. Don't do it. I don't do it at my gym. You know, that's what Chujitsu said. Yeah, yeah. He he was against it. He was like, nah, you don't need to be doing that. Rah, rah, rah. All this like he, you know, he did it in his way. He wasn't like a dick about it, but that's that was his opinion. And everyone in the comments, you know, jumped on Chewy's dick and was like, Yeah, yeah, But I I I got on there on my high horse and I said, No, Adam Child said no. <laughs> and I yeah, I just commented like My name's Kieran and I'm a blue belt and I say no. <laughs> this is what I say. <laughs> yeah, but I, I jumped in the comments on my my fucking monstrous high horse and uh, just said respectfully disagree. Like move you. I, I think I literally just said move your face, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Like yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't like know, I mean, okay, I haven't seen the video that you're talking about of yeah. jujitsu explaining it, but you know, to to put it in a nutshell. It's like, well, yeah, man, like if you don't want that, either move your face or just tap and move along. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Like, like why I've, why why should I stop my submission? Why how is that defending the submission? Like it's fucking not. It's yeah. not defending the submission. Yeah. Like I don't understand why, oh, I'm just gonna do the secret move to tuck my chin and you're not allowed to drop <laughs> me. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's fucking dumb, man. Yeah. Like I don't get it. It's whatever. But uh yeah. 
So I mean that you you know you definitely have to understand that you're that you're picking up a, a, a physical sport, mm. you know, that is is contact and you know the <laughs> your the human body is you know a living living organism that wears and tears. So of course that's going to be part of it, right? Like mm. you know, so you get on board with that and that's fine. It's way better for you to use use the assets of your body and be a little bit sore and have all these things because the 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 trade-off is worth it, mm. right? What do you think about tailoring your game to old man jiu-jitsu? Yeah, that's- you see this, like you hear these comments a lot in the jiu-jitsu space. If you're not aware, like it's basically jiu-jitsu that's more uh, control, more slower pace, like pressure passing, for example, or like um, – maybe deep half to a sweep might be considered old man jiu-jitsu. It's not relying on like hectic knee cuts, explosiveness, jumping, yeah. cartwheels. Yeah, I, I would agree with that because when – if you – the part of your body that tends to give out, if you will, later in life in terms of uh, the part of your body that um, will become like the weakest link – in your jujitsu are your joints, right? Uh, if, if you're not aware, cartilage in your joints is very important to have, but it's not something that regenerates and it's not something you can get back. Like if you have a, myself, for example, in both my knees, I have massive holes in the cartilage and there's not yet medicine to repair that. It's not like mm-hmm. a ligament that they can do surgery on. It's, not like, oh, just take this medication and it will heal itself. Like, you know, cartilage, once it's gone, is, is gone. So your joints tend to be a very limiting factor in jiu-jitsu as you age. So when I think about old man jiu-jitsu, I think about jiu-jitsu that limits the amount of impact your joints need to take. So let's say, for example, spider guard very taxing on your fingers, right? And your, and your knuckles. People develop things like arthritis later in life, right? Uh, so, you know, spider guard's going to be brutal on, on anyone later in life. Rubber guard. Yeah, Knees. rubber guard, right? Ugh. Like the amount of uh, hip and knee flexibility required for those sorts of positions. We had, a blue, we had a blue belt that trained at our gym that he wanted, like he was pursuing rubber guard and that style of jiu-jitsu, incredibly flexible, it would fit his physique perfectly. We're talking about Ethan. Yeah, yeah, but he had to ditch it because of how much pressure it was putting on his yeah, knees. And this wasn't even an elderly guy. No, no, the Ethan, guy in his twenties. Ethan was in his twenties, and he would—he was so flexible and had so much like determination and grit. He would mm. essentially like tear his own ligaments mm. by pulling his leg into like rubber guard positions and stuff like that. So yeah, like rubber guard, bearing bowlers, like inverting, and like you know, as you age and you start to you know, not be as flexible in your neck and your back and things like that. I'd even say, correct me if I'm wrong, I'd like to hear your opinion on this, even some people that their game is based around like heavy knee cuts as well. Knee cuts are super rough on mm. your knees. It's how I blew out my first knee. My first knee surgery was, was due, from a knee cut. Was from a knee cut, yeah. Right. Was it in training? No, it was at PANS, right. um, which I then, like I got the pass and won. Wait, did I win that match or lose? No, I lost that match, sorry, mm. on, on points, but I had – and then I still went on and fought the absolute division. But, um, right, I remember that. But yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, so again, I'm not saying there's always going to be exceptions to the rule. You know, I remember seeing a video a while ago of an 80-year-old lady who was an ex-professional gymnastics uh, gymnast was still doing like backflips and stuff wow. like that. So there's always going to be exceptions to the rule, right? Um, you know, but as a whole – those styles of jiu-jitsu are going to be way more difficult. And if we're talking about people if you're picking it up at a later age because chances are if you're someone who started jiu-jitsu as a teenager or in your 20s and you're still doing it when you're 40 or whatever, like – You've adapted over you've those adap- years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. you're going to keep training. It's become part of your life, right? Yeah. We're talking about people if you're mid-40s and you've never tried it, mm. then, yeah, embracing a bit of like – old man jujitsu and I don't yeah pressure passing is a simple way to put it but yeah I more think about those positions that are far less demanding on on your joints and and flexibility and mobility because okay yeah you could spend I don't know like 
five days a week doing yoga and strength and conditioning and mobility work to be able to do your one day a week of jujitsu. But like, no, who's going to do that, right? Like, you know, if you're picking up jujitsu, it's because that's the activity you want to do. Not many people go, you know, oh, like I, I want to learn, I want to, I want to learn how to surf, but you know, to learn how to surf, I'm going to be in the pool swim and laps five days a week. So I'm better in the, no, right. Mm. People are just, so no one's going to go, oh, I want to do jujitsu, but I've got to put in 18 months of strength and flexibility and mobility work so I can do jujitsu. No, you can just. If you want to do that, if you highly recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, you can, right? And mm, but no one's going to. Let's let's think practically. Like, you know, pull your head out of your ass. No one's doing that. Yeah, right. In, yeah. in, the, same, in the same breath though, we could also say if you're a lot older and you're looking to start jujitsu and your joints are fucked and you have shit mobility and maybe you're overweight and maybe you know, you've never even looked at a barbell, let alone picked one up. It might be a good consideration to keep those things in mind because if you go into jujitsu and try and go hard with, you know, hard with the boys and keep up with, you know, keep up with the young, hard with the boys, keep up with the young, the youngins, you're going to hurt yourself. Like if, if you go in like, oh yeah, sweet. I'll just give it my all and fucking see what happens. You're probably going to break a hip mate. So I think that, at the same time, considering your mobility would be important if you're well, anyone starting jujitsu. This, this is not just to old, like older people, uh, for young people as well, because there's a lot of young people, even guys at our gym in their twenties, that can't sit in a full squat, and you're like, holy shit, yeah, how do you even, even yeah, how do you even, even do jujitsu? Yeah, yeah, it's like how do you even do jujitsu? Like I know, I think of one guy in particular is like well known whenever we're doing mobility warm ups with you know Joey or whatever. Like you look over and literally cannot squat, and you're like, fuck, dude what like is how, up with that? Yeah. How, how can your body not even move through its natural range of motion? Like it's insane. Yeah. So if that is you, regardless of your age, probably address that. Hey, like it, you don't need to, you don't need to do five days a week. You don't need to do 18 months, but like warm up and cool down before and after your actual warm up and cool down. And maybe once a week do like 20 minutes of mobility. It's not that hard and check out Kelly Starrett or Bulletproof to do that. But yeah, I, I just wanted to, fucking slip that one in i'm not going to go on episode without talking about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean look it is it is important but i guess the point i was trying to make is you don't have to do yeah, that exactly. whole you know it's like people who say like oh i want to lose weight before i join the gym like oh i want to be yeah that I, one is i, I want to be flu- i want to be fluent in french before i travel to france like no man right. like just go do it yeah. like you know and yeah again it goes back to my very first point that if you're if you find a good gym, as in good that they look after you, it shouldn't be an issue, mm-hmm. right? And so for me, it's just automatic to say, just turn up and train. It, because you're basing it on how you run your gym and, and the yeah, environment exactly. that you've created. Exactly. Totally. Uh, but that's not going to be every gym. Mm. For competitions though, like, okay, you've decided to train and you, you're someone who wants to compete because you're competitive in nature and whatever – are you too old to compete? No way, man. I, mm. I said before, there's age brackets, right? So, and I guess for me, it's one of those things that, you know, it's been, I've been doing it for so long that it's easy for me to think it's obvious. How don't you know that? But, yeah, you know, without obvious, explaining yeah. it, people aren't going to know, right? Yeah. I mean, I know blue belts or even higher that they go, oh, so I don't have to fight the 18-year-olds. It's like, no, man, like, you know, this it's separated. Yeah. So, yeah pretty much from 30 years onward, it's separated in, in, in five-year age brackets. So, you know, if you're 43 and you want to compete, you're going to be fighting people between 40 and 45, mm. you know? So, and it's, you know, and it's split by your age, your, and your weight belt. and your belt. Yeah. What more could you want? Like you're what literally, could, you're, you're going up against a mirror match. That's how it's designed. Now I will say though, that if you are in some, if you were in a location that jujitsu isn't super huge, like maybe here in, even here in Sydney, and you are going to, looking to go and compete in masters, you may not have many people in your bracket. Yeah. No. That happened to a client of mine recently. He, he did have a decent bracket, but like the other three competitors didn't show up. So he was he was stuck, you know, with walkovers, unfortunately. So he rocked up, he did all the prep, we dieted him down, he he showed up on the day and no one. Yeah. No one was there. And sometimes these smaller local competitions that don't 
have as strict rules as mm. like an IBJJF competition, they'll combine divisions. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes you'll, you know, you'll get moved down from masters down into adult or you'll get moved from lightweight up to middleweight, mm. right? So sometimes, which you're under no obligate, if, it, if the competition is credible, mm. then you should be under no obligation and you should be able to request a yeah. refund if you don't want to go through with that. Yeah. But, and you can yeah. even you can put your preference in, uh, like if you're if if you are in that situation, say you're like blue belt eighty five uh, masters two, you can put your your preference in. Do I want to go up in weight or like, or do I want to go down in age? So you can put what you prefer out of those two options. But yeah, I take age. When uh, when do you think you'll retire? What age, Kieran? Well, in three years, I hit masters, so uh, probably, probably probably around then. Probably yeah, then, it's yeah. time to. Well, you know, it's actually the, the year you turn thirty. Yeah, three. That's that? I just yeah, did yeah. the math as we we're talking. Then it's three years. Yeah. So in three years, what I'm twenty seven this year. So shit, checks I'm masters out. two now, bro. Bruh, get around it. It doesn't matter if you don't compete. So. <laughs> Shots fired. If I didn't have to put so much energy into coaching you, yeah, all right. <laughs> now we got a, the, so we have a competition locally coming up here, and um, <laughs> I put a we I put a message kind of in our group telling everyone, hey, let's go compete, blah mm. blah blah, and people asking me if I'll compete because I was supposed to fight this weekend actually and pulled out of that due to my surgeries. But I don't know if I will, man. Like there'll be so many people to coach. Like last competition we had, I think I'm hoping to have more people competing this time around. Mm. And even that last one, God, had like three, four people fighting at the same time. Pick your favorites. Yeah. Well, like whichever one had the least amount of crowd for me to have to run through to get Mm. there. Yeah, I remember one, I was coaching three people at once. There were two matches side by side and then one on the other side and I was trying to yell for all three of them. What would you choose between like coaching white belt first time, first match ever, like first time ever being in a competition or like blue belt in the finals? Um, uh, I don't know. It's hard not to say like, Regardless whether it's a blue belt or or not, the like the finals, right? right like what about just the blue belt? Just whatever, like a, um, a competitive blue belt or old mate white belt, first time ever. How much do I like old mate white belt? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like i I think I try to, I try to put my my support where it's needed most. You know, so. You know that white belt might be might be fine just to do their thing, mm. right? Or that white belt might need a lot of um, you know emotional Courage. support, yeah. if you will. Like they might need you can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got uh, nothing. <laughs> I'll still love you. <laughs> like, <Keys. I'd, laughs> like. Uh, oh God, you've just reminded me of. I'm not even going to tell that story because it has nothing to do with what we're talking about but you've just reminded me of of something anyway okay (laughs) you know when you get like a whole story play out in your mind and And you're like "Uh, better not yeah yeah Yeah, like i don't know uh if we're basing it off this episode and that white belt is in the master's division i'm there for you you're not too old yeah 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 i don't know uh i don't think i mean look Maybe on paper you could say like, yeah, the you know the, that blue belt match means more than that dude's first white belt match. But mm. also, you know that that first match for that white belt, his his or her first competition, you could argue that that almost means more than any other competition because that's if they have a bad experience there, that could mean they write off competitions forever, mm. right? So. So you know, I guess it's uh, it's it's value in terms of the prestige behind it might be in, might be negligible because you oh, it's their first ever competition. It doesn't matter. The result doesn't matter. But in terms of what that could mean for their career in jujitsu, or mm. even not even their career, but their what that could mean for them as someone who, as a jujitsu practitioner, like it could it could be everything, mm. right? You know, it could be the difference between them going on to become someone who wants to 
pursue jujitsu for the rest of their life, someone who wants to become a competitor or someone who, who, who writes it off and never does it again. Yeah. I've so seen a I lot don't of those write-offs as well. Like, again, I get 99% of my anecdotes from Reddit, but there was another yeah. Reddit forum that was along the lines of, basically it was shitting on competition. I might've mentioned it before, but it was like com- comp- competing sucks and this is why, you know, and everyone jumped in. But those sort of threads just attract people that have that opinion anyway. And if you have a different opinion, you're just going to get voted down. So there's no yeah. point. It's an echo chamber, if you will. And this thread was just full of people just recounting like their quote unquote horror stories of, you know, why would I drive three hours to lose my first round? Like, well, fuck bro, get better at jiu-jitsu. <laughs> yeah, I know, well, don't lose. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. fucking lose. Don't be a bitch. Yeah. But um, I mean, fuck, I've lost my first round before. It's not fun, but it happens. Um, but yeah, anyway, like, yeah, that happens. People, you know, people have a shit experience in their first comp and don't want to do it again. Yeah. Or like just whatever, have that, have that opinion like you've shared before uh, where maybe they feel like, oh, you know, I want to wait to the end of my belt to compete. But it's like, well, no, man, compete at the start because that's way more, there's way less stress, way less pressure yeah. on you, right? I think that's harder to do at white belt though, to say compete at the start. Like, well, cause I get that question as well. Like, oh, when do you think I'd be ready to yeah, compete? Yeah, how much experience would you say? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean. Depends on the person. That's right. But I essentially say, you know, have you passed the point where <laughs> you're no longer a spaz, you know, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that can, that can take a while. But I, what I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, are you past the point where you're going to do something reckless in terms of self-harm or harming your opponent? Mm. And have you passed the point to recognize if your opponent's doing something yeah. stupid? And Obviously you know it's not to all, keep yourself safe, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I don't know, like, but are you, are you not going to, you know, walk out there and try to do some front flip cartwheel and break your neck or <laughs> something <laughs> stupid, right? Uh, so for everyone, it's different, right? Yeah. I think pe- I competed in my first three or four months. Yeah, I mean- I it was I, like a two stripe. I don't know. I can't remember. Let's say if I had to give it a time period, let's say three months, right? Yeah, so that's, when I, that's when I competed. Um, but yeah, I mean, anyway. I fucking smashed them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get ripped, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, that has nothing. Being too old, right? Yeah, there's no such thing. I used to know a guy, uh, he was from the Alliance in Chicago, I think. Anyway, man, he's like a, I don't know, like two or three time, you know, air quotes world champion because it's like Masters 7. Wow. And this dude's like in his 60s or whatever and he still fights Masters what and stuff. Like, and of course he's fighting people of the same age. Like what a mm. legend. Yeah. You know, like he's someone who picked up jiu-jitsu post 50 years old and still yeah. went on to get his black belt, right, and has won Masters Worlds at black belt at that age. Like, you know, okay, are we seeing the most tech – are we seeing the elite of jiu-jitsu? No, but I mean like – it's, it's elite within that bubble, mm. not bubble, but like, you know, yeah, those, bubble, yeah, those, yeah. those limitations. Yeah, 100%. So there's – Well, there's the now infamous case that Joe Rogan spoke about, we've spoken about before on the podcast, where that uh, that woman won Masters at Brown Belt and got promoted to Black Belt on the podium and she started jiu-jitsu in her late 50s and she got promoted, at, you know, in her mid to late 60s. So another case, if you think you're too old, check her out. She's killing it. I've got um, – a student who's a black belt in his sixties, just recovered from prostate cancer, right? And he's still training. Wow! You know? And uh, yeah, you know, but we, we, really, a black we roll belt. every week. Shit. Yeah, you don't know him. He's a uh, keep it on the down low. Yeah, right. No, no, he just does. Uh, he's not my black belt. Sorry, oh, like, right, I right. didn't give him his black belt, but he's a black belt. Yeah. Uh, but trains with me. We just do privates, oh, right? Cool. And you know, and he, he rolls hard. A bunch of the guys in the gym have rolled with him, but mm. we typically just do privates. Mm. You know, and this dude's in his sixties, and and yeah, has just recovered from a very serious surgery, right? Mm. And illness, and he's rolling with me, who's almost half his age, right? Like there's 30 years between Smashing us. him or what? <laughs> no, and he only taps me once or twice a roll, you know? Like so, it's, yeah. yeah. No, and like we have good hard rolls together. And so, yeah, you, you're not too old. Of course, it, you know, some people are going to have more physical limitations than others. Mm. You know, some, for some people it will be out of the the realm of possibility for mm. you. You know, some people will have – illnesses or injuries or limitations due to whatever and they won't be able to do it Mm. you know the same way that i'm limited into becoming successful at 
chess because I'm a moron. Yeah, right? exactly. Like the law. Yeah. <laughs> like so. Checkers maybe, but chess, <laughs> <Yeah>. no. <laughs> That's the one where you do the little bunny hops, right? Yes. That's it. But I will say like if if you can rock up to most like random group fitness classes at your F45 or your local gym, then you can probably do jiu-jitsu. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, you know, I really can't give any more – like if I was really to put it in a nutshell, the advice of how do you – those people who are wondering saying, am I too old, right? Well, firstly, the answer is no. But there's really only two things to consider. One, like that's your own personal situation as in – yeah, like if you're someone who's like, oh, I've had seven knee reconstructions and I've had a whole vertebrae removed from my back and mm-hmm. blah, blah, Okay, man, that ain't got nothing to do with your age. Like, you broken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so obviously, you know, if you have something that physically limits you, it might be regardless of your age. That's for everyone to consider. But typically older people have those thoughts, right? So obviously no one but you and a doctor or a physio can address that. But so if we push that to the side, if we, okay, you're, you're good physically, as in you have nothing that's like, no, you, you know, bro, you had a bypass three yeah. weeks ago. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, Chill. Yeah. As long as you're physically good, right? Then the, really the only advice I can give is that you just have to find the correct gym. And I wish I could just say all gyms will treat you nicely, but they won't, right? Maybe in the future it'll be a bit more, I don't want to say standardized, but it'll be a bit more, like where just gyms as a whole, uh, even the really highly successful competitive gyms have a friendly environment, but not all, not all, some gyms are just going to put you to sink or swim. And those gyms can be rough even if you're a 20-year-old, right, mm-hmm. starting jiu-jitsu. Well, they are rough, right? The, 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 the saying sink or swim is trial by fire, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard for anyone. And I mean, and I came up through that sort of sink or swim and, you know, it can produce a lot of greatness, but typically if you're, if you're of an older age bracket and you want to pick up a new sport, jujitsu and sink and swim is not, probably not the way so you, you want to You go. might sink, bro. <laughs> you, you're already in the sack of bricks, bro. <laughs> you, you go down. <laughs> but I mean, really that's, I think that's the only advice I can give because you're not too old, man. Like... <laughs> I've yeah. got a 60-year-old black belt post-cancer. He trains. I've yeah. seen this guy in his 60s get his black belt and go on and win the Masters Worlds division. You know, like yeah. uh, um, just yeah, I think align it's a, your it's expectations. It's just an excuse, man. Like it's, it's not – look, Age it's kind of like – just a number, Karen. <laughs> says the 20-year-old. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's it, – to, to summarize the way I see it, and, again, this is, you know, take this with a grain of salt because I'm in my mid – I'm in my late, late 20s-ish – um, you know, anyone that wants to start something new and isn't quite sure is on the fence because they know that it's going to take a lot of work or it's going to be difficult. They come up with like reasons, right? Why they shouldn't. Some of those are like, I don't have time. I'm not fit enough. I'm not young enough. I'm too old, whatever. I think this just falls into that bucket. You know, if you look at yourself, unless you're, you know, in your nineties and you're looking at a couple more years, like <laughs> maybe, maybe you're too old then. But if, if you're not and you're, fit you're able and you're good to go and you don't even have to be fit well yeah if you, uh, fit as in like you're not about to die yeah like, fit as in the doctor hasn't yeah. said you're about to have a stroke yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so if you're physically able to do it as you said then you're not too old i think it's just a limitation that your mind is putting on you because you're you're not looking for reasons but you kind of are you're kind of looking for reasons not to do it yeah maybe that's and, but it. i but i think really like at least in my experience with people who have come to me saying, you know, am I too old? Mm. It's usually because they're worried about getting hurt. They're mm. worried about thinking they're just going to be thrown in and have to fight against mm. a 20-year-old. And a, yeah. and a, and but a, eventually you will. Like if you if you are starting jiu-jitsu later, well, yes, I know, but eventually even, you will have to fight me and I will make you pay. <laughs> Dave, I'm talking to you. Dave, you old <laughs> fart. No. <laughs> no, you know, like uh, – but yeah, the correct gym won't treat you like that. Mm. And yeah, it's always just an excuse. It's it's never too late. I mean, yeah, I'm mid thirties this year. I swear I'm gonna learn how to read. Mm. You know, it's never too late. Eventually. I'm gonna yeah. do it. 
I'm going to yeah. learn my, my ABDs. ABDs, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and my one, two, fives. I'm going to get that, that, it. That's it. <laughs> you know, so Good it's, job. <laughs> so it's never too late, right? You, I know it's cliche to say it's never too late. Um, it's plenty you, of fish in the sea. <laughs> Hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, and yeah. You know, you don't have to go on to become the next Cyborg or Cobrinha or, you know, just recently Kelly Slater, mm. right, winning uh, Pipeline. I think it was like one week or a couple of weeks before his 50th birthday. Insane. You know, <laughs> crazy, right? Mm. So I'm not saying you have to be that person. You, chances are you won't become that person. But, man, get in there. The correct gym will look after you. And because there's still so much to be gained from jujitsu without you having to become a world champion. Mm. Right. And you can still train really hard within your parameters. Right. Uh, this, this 60 year old, I know who's uh, a master's world champion at black belt. He doesn't expect to be beating the 20 year olds. Right. But you know, like it's unrealistic. That's why we have divisions. So you can stay competitive within your parameters. Right. And, if you're at a good gym, you'll still be able to train with that 20-year-old and they will treat you properly and appropriately and still give you good training and will still be a good training partner and teammate and maybe become a friend. Like there's all every all the other aspects that go with jiu-jitsu. So stop making ex- excuses and um, take your meds and off you go. <laughs> Just tape it, bro. Just tape it. <laughs> tape your sneeze on that note. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Beyond Jiu-Jitsu podcast. Imagine the amount of people that are like, I'm fucking old after listening to this shit episode. (laughs) Well, joke's on you for sticking around, you idiots. (laughs) No, we love each and every one of you. Uh, If you want to support the show, check out our uh, Instagram. What's our Instagram, Kieran? At Beyond Jiu-Jitsu underscore podcast. On a side note, we actually own at Beyond Jiu-Jitsu on Instagram, but I fucked up the account, so it's like a frozen account. So we oh, own that right. name. Yeah, at Beyond Jiu Jitsu. Anyone yeah. wondering why we have underscore podcast is we own the name. I just fucked up the account creation process and I froze it. So there you go. Ah, oh, Kieran. Check us out on Instagram You're and support too us. for technology. Bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> <laughs> and if you'd like to support us that extra little bit, support us on Patreon. We have a link to that in our bio. And last one, we need audio questions for the next Q&A episode. Yes. We need people people submitting questions. We love you for submitting questions, but we we want to go to audio format. In order I believe are we going to answer a couple of them on the next episode? Yes. We're we, supposed to do it on this one. Yes. But we, I forgot. We will be answering some audio questions as like a little, you know, teaser trailer of what's to come. But if you <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be on QA number six, which will be airing on episode 70. Send the audio question. Send in your audio It's in the link tree. If you don't know what a link tree is, it's in the Instagram bio. Yeah. First link, leave us an audio-based question and you will hear your voice, your beautiful voice on the show. Until next time, see ya.